G'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do ute. Today on the show, it's the six points leading into the round. If you haven't subscribed to us, please do that wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, hit us up on Instagram at hardballgetsafl. All right, let's get stuck in. This is the Hardball Gets AFL show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Chris Robinson, who just can't put a foot wrong in my absence. Hey guys. Master of the order. Welcome back. Uh, what about two? boy over here. Old uh, dickbag. He gets that nervous during the room. He tried to adjust his mic and uh, real, pulled it off the really am, I'm so pulled strong. it off the base. I was very strong, Are you still man. doing your Pilates? Dude, I got back to Pilates this morning, actually. I was nice. very pleased. Where do you do it? Uh, Pace Pilates in Claremont. Shout out. It's good. It's a good spot. Great. Twice a week. What was the cost? Eight inches? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's I'm on some plan, like 40 bucks a week. For Are you one-on-one or in a group? No, in a group. You, got, you got your own reformer? Yeah, got my own reformer. Okay. Well, you nice. share reformers, mate. I'm so sweaty as well. I'm not the only bloke <laughs> in there who has. I've got it. Most people just rock up just themselves in some socks. I've got to have the water bottle and I've got to have a towel. <laughs> Especially in the heat of summer. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I like it. I like that. Well done. Yeah, thanks very much. You haven't said I've got a nice haircut yet. But you we'll, do have a nice yeah, haircut. Oh, is that it's, what it was? Splendid. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, fresh haircut, fresh shave, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's the occasion? Um, had a spare five minutes? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally had five minutes. So. Okay. Now, my barber, she's moving back to Scotland, so I thought I needed to touch base. Where at? What's the barber shop? Scarborough Barber. Scarborough Barber. Jeez, it must be nice to live in the suburbs of Scarborough and Claremont, you guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're trying to appeal to the common listener here, and you're talking about the leafy Scar- coastal suburbs Scar- and Golden Triangle. No, no, Scarborough is a, a common suburb. <laughs> Yeah. Where I live isn't, but the Scarborough part is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, well, what's been going on? So this is six points. Uh, the big picture item for this week is obviously the Tasmanian bid. So might as well start it off with that. And Robbo, you're going to lead us into it. I will. How exciting. We've got a, Since we last recorded the pod, we've got a new AFL club. It's pretty 19th cool. team. In um, five years? In yeah, five, 2028 yeah. start. So that's going to be a really interesting point. Actually, the, the whole drafting uncompromised. There's only three uncompromised drafts left until it starts getting Is that when they start chewing into again? it? Probably. If they're the same as Gold Coast and GWS, they yeah, probably have, have the priority one access before. to the 17-year-olds. Yeah, so the 2026 20, one will be a little bit 17-year-old-y and then 27. This, so they're going to have young... Is it? Would you say 16, sixteen year olds moving to Tassie? No, nah, they'd be. They'd have to be seventeen. What? What? But if they get the year earlier, I'm not. That's not sure seventeen that but, year, I think. Anyway, but for clubs that are battling right now, yeah. you got three drafts to figure it out. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to start getting. Yeah, yeah. What, what is the schooling system like over in Tassie? Because a lot used to go to year ten. Am I right in saying well, and that? And then go to a boarding school or something after no, that. Like, or just, or just the school so so where I grew up, the the local high school didn't go to year twelve. Oh really? really? Year ten, and then you had to like either venture onto another town or. Oh go wow! Farm or try. I think I think a lot of not a lot. I might be speaking out of school here, mm. but I think there's quite a few that um, are like that in Tassie. Yeah, okay. so I'm not even shot of Tassie. Exactly the same as my hometown. But I wonder yeah. what the schooling, education, and whatnot's like down there. If you are, if you were, if you wanted to stick around, getting moved over and, and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Um, I wanted to talk about the stadium and the roof and whether we actually need one or yes. not. Absolutely. We absolutely 100%. do. 100%. We do? I'm sick of watching these shit games of footy <laughs> when it pisses down rain, 
blows its ass out, and you sit there for two and a half hours. And the only thing, the only good thing is the walk to the fridge to get a fresh beer. Okay. You're the same on Optus. You thought I should have had a roof, right? Why not? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not I still can't say I don't like roofs. Oh, in, general, general, in general, I'm anti-roof. That's definitely a clip we're cutting <laughs> so out for sorry. the end of your I don't so, like roofs. So you'd rather just sit there. So you're telling me if it's bucketing down in rain, you you wouldn't don't look up and go. This game would be better with a roof. Well, okay, well, just point of order, because I've brought a little bit of research to this. I want to fight okay. him. <laughs> That's a common theme I most think it's because I always had no skill and I love wet games, as if everyone came down to my level. You just had, as long as you no, that wouldn't hard, be it. you're all right. No, that wouldn't I've, be it. I've got two points to make here. One, average total rainfall in selected capital cities between April and September, so footy yeah, season. Yeah. Perth, Perth would be high. Perth, 602 mils. Sydney, 535. Brisbane, 398. Adelaide 385, Hobart 289. Yeah. So all of those cities get more rain than Hobart yeah. during footy season. But and secondly, <laughs> obviously it's colder. Well, they, but they, if but they, if you're Hobart and you're trying to make this team into something, don't you want to have like a little home ground advantage down there? Don't you want yeah. to make it a place where opposition clubs want to come down and go, oh, geez, we're going to Hobart again. We're going to freeze our nips off. It's going to be really, really tough. Whereas Hobart, hey, they're down there. They know the conditions. Yeah, I'll That's give a you a big home t- ground I'll advantage. I'll tell you what's right. a big selling point, though. You're coming to a nice stadium with a roof to play, to come play, <laughs> not getting soaked, not getting hypothermia, not freezing your ass off. So they, they do, you, do you think, as do you think playing at Lonnie and knowing what the wind does down there, how cold it is, rah, 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 all those no, years of the Hawks, do you think that helped the, contribute no, to your home ground advantage? That was just good. But Lance Franklin kicked 13 goals yeah, and that helped. That also <laughs> helped. Those, records, those records are a little bit false too because... Hawthorne aren't bringing good teams down to Tassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not making Collingwood go to Tassie. Yeah, because they obviously financially they need to be at the MCG to make a buck out of, like to get the yeah, crowd. Yeah, in. of course. But so but, we're we're playing, uh, you know, a Fremantle that we're battling a Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, there was. But North you're also Melbourne playing a Fremantle who wants no part of those conditions because they're so the players different. Don't, the, to the players don't want, over. The players don't want part of it either. Mm. I remember Brisbane, Jonathan Brown had that thing where we're not here, we're not going to mention the conditions. This is If I hear a mention of anyone whinging about how cold it is, come over to our change rooms. Oh, fuck, it's freezing here. Isn't it? I don't want to be here. They must think like the Hawthorne boys were like banging their head against the concrete going, oh, we're so tough in these conditions. We were sucky little bitches and too. And Clarko wouldn't let you wear long sleeves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, mate, we were warming up with socks on our hands. I just reckon if, you, if you're living down there and you're based down there and you're used to those conditions, as the Tasmanian guys will be, what a great point of difference to have, yeah. hey, this is a stadium. It's the coldest, wettest, most unwelcoming stadium for opposition nah, players. It doesn't matter. I, from, from experience, it doesn't matter who you are. If you can get a, a, beautiful, Anywhere, day, a, be- a beautiful day of football, great. Or when you're driving to Etihad and it's piss and rain outside, you go, oh, thank Christ. Is it, it retract- it'd be retractable? Is that what the plan is? Yeah. Or is I'd, it fixed for it? It has to be. I don't think so. Not retractable? No, you'd have to have retractable for cricket. So it's stuff, just, right? just a big house. Well, well, that's why it doesn't sound like they're going to be able to play cricket. That's why I don't like roofs. <laughs> so <laughs> anti-roof. And you go on about the father-son, Yeah, we're son, just right? going to go with Tassie. Uh, just some of the great father-sons, the Ablets, the Watsons, the Cloaks, the Kennedys, the Murphys, the Hawkinses, the Livers. The Tom Mitchells, the Barry Mitchells, sorry, uh, the Vineys, uh, the Danahers, the Dacosses, bang. Mm. Father, son, more so traditionally in the past where um, Tom Hawkins would have been top one or two picks, gets picked up at 40 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Adler, Scarlet, all that, you mm-hmm. know. Now it's not so much as a big advantage, but it's, st- it's still an it's still advantage. Pretty big it's advantage. still a big advantage. Yeah, Brisbane uh, playing a prelim and then get to take the number one pick. Espe- yeah, especially too when they... Um, 
oh, if you give us five fifth round picks, that equals pick one. And you're like, no, it does not. What? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so the father-son rule that's been announced in regards to Tasmania. Yeah, well, we, got to, we still need to know a few more details yeah, about this, right? But yeah. I think well, you, you read it and I read it the same. Yeah. Is if you uh, if your father was from Tassie, from Tassie and played one hundred games. But what is from Tassie? Yeah, this is right. Well, the Nick photo. Rewald, the photo. Well, the photo of the article I read. The, he's Nick Rewald. But he was drafted out of Queensland. Yeah, and he but, lived there for several years. But yes. he's from Tassie before. From that. Tassie like, before. From that. Tassie before. That. So yeah. he, the photo was Nick Rewald on the article. Yeah. But my point is, so this is all great in theory, but. None of them have been there for long time. 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Yeah. So therefore their kids have probably never been there. So which kid is going to go, oh, father-son rule to the Tassie side. I'm so passionate about Sticking it. My hand up. A state I've never been to, a team my dad never played for, and a team I never supported. Yeah. So in theory, I love the idea of getting Tasmanian sure. father-sons, which is great. I just don't know how – none of them have really returned back to Tassie either. Well, the only question would be, what if like Nick Rewald moves down there? As a, he doesn't have sons. Does he have sons? Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Yeah, he Who does doesn't? I'm, oh, Richard doesn't sure. have sons. Yeah, Richard's I'm pretty got sure. daughters. So yeah, but I mean, how funny is it that you beauty, great, we've got access to all these fathers' sons. Yeah. Like for example, so Nick Nick Rewald's son, I'm sure he's certainly got a son. Um, loves his footy, loves yeah, and he's um, tracking towards number one draft pick. In my mind, there's no doubt he's picks and killed her. Like. Nick Rewald's St Kilda. He's a St Kilda person. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not spent five minutes in Tassie. Now he's a, like, I don't know. I Especially just, if there's no roof on the stadium. Yeah, yeah that's right. Way too cold. No just roof. Would not want a bar of it. Oh, uh, two sons. Two sons. Is one. Co- sons. Is one called Jack? Jack Rewald. What? That's a, he's what? actually a forward for Richard. James. Will James. And Teddy. Uh, James Teddy as well. There you go. So Will, yeah. Will, I don't know. Time would tell because we're so far away from. I imagine father sons coming through. Yeah. But I wonder whether, you know, they do ever land a big fish. But I, I just find these kids are going to be so attached to their father's Club. clubs where they're legends. But it depends. But you might get a um, Mitch Robinson's kid. He, he, Carlton, Brisbane, whoever. I'll go to Tassie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If he's playing. So his father's, I think, I think his, his son's actually his father's playing rugby son, His father's son three clubs then. Yeah. Tassie, Carlton. Well, did he play 100 at Yeah, yeah well, then, both, then this yeah. kid yeah. can go yeah. to three, one of three clubs. Yeah, there you go. And just quickly, last point on Tassie before you hit the buzzer. Who should be the face of Tasmanian football team? As in a player-wise? Yeah, who, who do you want to be the face of it? What? Wait, wait, in what respect? To marketing, everything. The whole beard. So, yes. so as a player who goes no, down there. Just like pick the Gary just pick, no, just, no, 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 no. Marketing over the next eight, five years till we get to the point. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, David Boone. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say Ricky Ponting. Okay. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky yeah. Ponting just should be for mine. Tim Payne's probably taking but he's, a hit. But he's too North Melbourne, though. He's, no, he's yeah, I don't, I don't care. He but he's passionate go. Tasmanian. Yeah. He's lived there. They just need someone. And I love Ponting. That's why I picked Ponting. And you might love um, Bo- Booney. But, Who doesn't love Booney? Yeah, no, I do. But Ricky Ponting, to me, Ricky was Ponting, my favourite yeah. player of all time. And it, I always used to always find it really unique that he was in Tassie because never AFL left. was never there. He was a Tasmanian, proud Tassie lad, stayed with the Shield side. Um, so I just see Ricky Ponty yeah. as he should just say, "Hey, I've been the world's best essentially at cricket, yeah, and I never left this." Well, place. they're putting it's together pretty that, bloody good. They're putting together the board and the executive at the moment. Yeah. The Tassie government is if they don't. If Ricky Ponty's not if, one of the if first he's not the face, and I don't care if he's a cricketer and loves North Melbourne, if he's not the face of yeah, and Tassie, a director, or it just has president. to be leading the charge to get people down. And if you're sitting in a room interviewing for, "Hey, mate, we're interested to get you down to Tassie," and you're with 
two politicians or a footy manager, mm. I'd tell you what holds weight. Ricky, Ricky Bloody Ponting sitting at that table. Mm. I'd have him signed on and doing everything for that football Early team. Early call on the coach. I'm say, James Sisley. James Sisley is the coach down there. <laughs> you know, Nathan Buckley uh, might be one you might be able to coax as a big name. He lives in every other state in Australia over his journey. So. <laughs> just complete the set. Just bring him yeah. down. <laughs> uh, Bucks, I like it. Bucks did such a good job at calling him. Okay. All right, back to the other footy. And talking of coaches, so there's a couple at the moment um, who are intriguing to me just about what they do. You know, career-wise, I'm not even that concerned about what's going on on the field, should they be a head coach kind of thing. I think it's more of a – I'm thinking about it from their perspective. What's going to get the most out of their career and why would you want to keep doing this mm. job? And it's um, Simo and Dimmer. They're both uh, long-term coaches at a club who's looking like – I mean, Dimmer maybe the outlook – well, the outlook's definitely better than um, at Richmond than it is at West Coast. Not in prim- not but premiership not, But, yeah, no, but it's still a while. You've you got more to play with in the interim. Um, you, 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 in, and to, to flash back, you're more chance of finishing ninth if you're Richmond. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, 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 <laughs> back to the old days. Uh, we can be the old people going, I remember when Richmond were good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, they were good. Uh, they were good over that patch. Um, but just what do what these guys do? They've been in the role. So uh, Hardwick is the longest serving current coach. He's in his, thir- in his 14th year, I think mm-hmm. it is. Then it goes um, Longmire, Chris Scott, Hinckley. They all have obviously more to play with at the moment. And then Simpson um, at nine coming into his tenth or in his tenth season. At you the could moment. almost, and I know Horse made the grand final last year. He could, he's you could one, almost yeah. think that he might be starting to uh, not well, tie because he's a bloody good coach, or whatever. But like fresh ideas, maybe. Fresh I don't ideas, know. and it, but just like a fresh, you know, I don't know. These blokes, obviously, when you come into it, every season, it's a new season gives you new challenges and stuff. But when you yeah. do, like, can you imagine doing the same job for you know, mm. a ten year stretch well, and then? Then it's the worst it's ever been at the end. And yeah, don't the, think the, about leaving. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why history isn't too kind to these guys who stick around for a while. So, so yeah. we we all agree Richmond's not win the flag this year, right? Yes. So if they're going to win it, it's well, going to be the uh, earliest they're going to win it is now. <laughs> so next year is year 15 for Hardwick. Only one AFL coach has ever won a flag in year 15 or 15? later for Hardwick next year. Yeah. Cool. So only one coach has ever won a flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand I'm go- down. I'm going with Robo stats over mine. In year mind. 15 or later at the same club. And that's Sheedy in year 20 in 2000 yeah. and SNN. Yeah. So yeah. there's a reason why it doesn't work and it hasn't worked. And you don't see Hardwick winning oh, another lo- flag I, at Richmond. I, I right? would love that um, research extended to yeah. American sports or... Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, a sort of like different. EPL or whatever. Sure. They're, they're, you know, they're older and whatever. But yeah, like, but sure. they, I think a lot of them well, also. Yeah. Greg Popovich, Belichick. Uh, Belichick. These guys have all But done in, it. The, in American football, are the coaches, have they played? Because there's almost nowhere to play, right? If you're not picked up in the NFL or like Canada or something. Like, there's not a lot of places. After just college, to, you mean? Yeah, yeah after uh, college. Yeah, a lot, a lot have come from like the video room and stuff. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> what I mean. They come, they don't, they're not players. Like yeah. they've come from, they've like career coaches almost yeah. from when they were young. So it's, it's a different industry, isn't it? Is it but yeah. I wonder. They, they, well, Brendan sh- Bolton was probably the last one. He who was didn't, the one, yeah. Um, and then um, F- or Fagan didn't play Fags, AFL. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's room for them, but um, yeah. If you don't, I, I think why they sh- probably should be looking at something else. Yeah, I, and I, the I just, money's hard to say. No so to. Simo's got this year, next year, and the year after. Yeah, that's the understanding. Yeah, contracted. So that that's hard to move, regardless. If uh, so, because West Coast could pay the tax. No, no, no. It, the soft, the soft cap. It just straight. Hey, West Coast could fit like. 
Millions and millions oh, of dollars in yeah, the bank. Yeah, I don't like know. The, the, I, I just know what it did to Hawthorne when Clarko was still on the books. Yeah, oh, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. It shouldn't. I'm not looking at this from a club should get rid of them. I'm looking at it like, mm. are they thinking about leaving? Oh, like, I, I would. Uh, yeah, it's hard. You have to be hard. Yeah, because really, especially when you've been to the top. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I I just think maybe, and I see Clarko, and I know the um, the sugar hit starting to. Run out a little bit at North, yeah, but they didn't but get the gen- But the genuine excitement he had with the young kids' early days, mm. I just think that if if Simo with two and a half years left, and I know I'm a um, a Simo man, if they can just get in five more kids and get rid of the top end stuff that's always injured, all of a sudden you've got a different energy. Yeah, all of a sudden you and I. See, I tweeted the other day when Hawthorne fans were being dickbags. I've used that word twice. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Um, about you know when they got whopped by Geelong in the second half. Hawthorne were winning at half time and then got um, whopped it in the second half to lose by 90 or whatever on Easter Monday. The, Lewis Franklin Roughhead, 05 06, in 44 games, lost 15 of them by over 40 points. Yeah. They won four flags. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It takes it, time. Yeah. And and you've, and you've I know it's shocking. And I've, I sit there and watch them all too. Like, I sit at the game and go, mm. this is horrible. But you've got to remember, like, that's just. Soak up the good times when they come back and enjoy watching the kids. Mm-hmm. The kids aren't there at the moment. And I think that's the frustrating mm. part is who are you watching if you're at West Coast? But if there are five more players go in and then next year there's Jinby plus um, Harley Reid plus you know, a, a key position, you go, oh, well, that was good because A, B and C did something nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think coaching go in phases and they're in the middle of a phase that haven't been seen before, which is hard. But, but you, they need to get through this year and then just go kids. Because there's always the option of being like a director of coaching or something somewhere. Like Alan Richardson landed on his feet at Collingwood, I think he is. Came out of St Kilda. Got yeah. Is it Melbourne? St Kilda? Melbourne. Sorry, Melbourne, Melbourne it is. Yeah. yeah, director of like coaching and whatever yeah. at Melbourne. Much easier job on your life and your mental health. Yes. Oh, mate. Um, that, that's out the of, thing. Out of the spotlight. It yeah. must be hard on your mental health. Oh, massively. Uh, but can you imagine these conversations 10 years ago? Like... Thinking of, a, thinking of a coach's yeah. mental health, like, yeah. oh, just be better, mate. Your team's shit. Tough, but like up. now you go, mate. That must be hard to. Must be hard. It's tough. This is what I, I mean. I, I think like if they don't, if the clubs don't make the call for them, I think they would both probably, like, in an ideal world, start to be looking elsewhere just for themselves personally. Unless they think they can. There's not many sheeties in the world. Correct. It's only one sheets. Um, I just wanted to shout out some ridiculous engine room consistency so just bear with me here streaks of most consecutive matches at the moment of guys who've had five plus clearances in a game let me count you up from five to one okay of current guys who have reeled off five plus in H- games. how many are there should we have a couple of guesses well i'm doing the top five right okay so from number five bont has had seven straight games this is a current streak seven straight games with five plus clearances nice fourth is will Brody. who's had nine yeah it's pretty good got dropped in there Lockie neal's had ten Patrick Cripps has had 11. Yeah. And the leader, Clayton Oliver, this weekend is about to do game number 50. <laughs> 5 0 50. That's straight what I love, games This is what I love. With five clearances or more. That is ridiculous. The previous record is 28 <laughs> from Mundy and Josh Kennedy of the Sydney kind. Yeah. That is outrageous My consistency God. from Clary. And this is why. Um, and I had no idea of that stat. 50. But I've been a Clary Oliver fanboy yeah, for yeah. way too long. But now I feel like I should have had those stats up my sleeve rather <laughs> than me just ra- rambling on like, about it. Do we him. underappreciate 
Oh, I, I don't. The consistent, the high level of consistency. Yeah, we've been doing we so do. much talking about Dacos this year. Obviously, good reason. Not, not even Bont's close. playing at a best, you know, at his best clip. But Clary is just still Clary. Yeah, and Nick Dacos isn't in that conversation no. for my. No, a different those. player. No, 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 no yeah. but like yeah, outstanding player. Best player of this season is probably out of the pool of Jezza. Clary, Cameron, and Kerno. Clary, Cameron, and Kerno. And then um, throw a bond maybe as the next run. Oh, well, you can't criticise Nick Dacos. Yeah, well, Dacos is in there somewhere. Yeah, but he's, yeah. Still the ne- he's the next the one just outside of them, I reckon. Just sure. He had a quiet game on the weekend and came in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. This um, is a kick-out. You need someone to criticise him. Nah, he's pretty flawless. Kick-outs. Yeah, his brother's going to be pretty high up in that best and first. He's, too. He's just, his oh, start's been so good, Dacos, Brownlow-wise, that he's probably going to nudge in for every game where he just doesn't get suspended. It's just yeah. another, it's another yeah, game yeah. closer to being yeah, wiped not off injury and wiped oh, off it's probably, Yeah, it's probably unfair. He's probably in the mix, but I think he's probably ahead of Bont, really. But Clary, I still think, is slightly ahead of him. And then yeah. it's the forwards because they're doing stuff that have forwards haven't done for a while. And I'll tell you that, and I know, like Hawkins is starting to fire as yeah, well. Hey, he's a career the, high yeah. as a 45-year-old. Yeah, they're start, he's starting to fast. That's why Geelong is starting to look scary mm. because Jerez Cameron... He kicks goals, but it looks like he doesn't care about kicking goals. It's just a part of where yeah. he'll be up the ground, he'll be in the middle bit, he'll be roaming around here, he'll be cutting back to goals, you know, kicking it to himself virtually. Some you of go- the some of the takes on Geelong from four weeks yeah. ago, and this no, no. podcast is probably included, yeah, are right going to be on that freezing cold takes Nick, Twitter account. Uh, Nick, Nick, was I was right bad, out where it was like, I mean, nah, it turns can't out, win it. it. Turns out not they're hungry all enough, so old, old that they yeah. still had about three weeks worth of lactic acid. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my um. What was my take? Uh, oh, my take was the two consistencies were gone. Selwood gone, and yeah. Hawkins hasn't done any preseason. Was scheduled to play yeah. at round five. Yeah. I think the I said Dangerfield was a little, like he lost a couple of <laughs> couple of steps, and now he's just Danger's, Danger's playing the best game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, really quick one before we do. You just mentioned Danger. Uh, I think it was the front bar or someone on his Twitter accounts was like, "Righto, name your best head-to-head matchup you've ever seen." Danger five. That was just scattered. That Saturday night in Adelaide? Yeah, that yeah. was just scattered the yeah. whole way through the feed. Yeah. It's amazing how many people I can sat there and, and, and remember it, it yeah. now and go, yeah. Yeah. that was unbelievable. Yeah. I was in that big sports bar at Crown after the day of the races. Oh, yeah, no, you would have been talking. I can remember most of it. You would have been it. talking. <laughs> you remember most of it and then it starts getting you, hazy It's hard that. talking to him when you're <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> uh, I'm a Bill Simmons man. You're a Bill Simmons fan. Yeah, you're a Bill Simmons fan. Love the ringer, yeah. Uh, so what I enjoy occasionally. Let's go to Grantland books. I got them off my Oh, yeah, we spoke about that, yeah. Um, so what they do in the NFL season is they literally just cut teams and just say, "No, I've seen enough. They they can't, they can't make the playoffs. They're done. Put a line through them." And it starts week one, and a lot of the time it's like the Falcons go on, Jets yeah. go on, all that sort of stuff. What I want to do just really quickly, I've got the ladder in front of me. I just want to yay or nay whether they'll make finals or not. Okay, so you can only, um, you obviously need to rule ten out. Well, no, you, so, you, so finals or win the would you say the ones finals who are finals finals okay. okay. We say um, the ones who are done, done. Yeah, done, done, be, done, yeah. done. Unlikely, and yes, okay. So we'll start from uh, we'll start from the top and work down. Uh, Collingwood, can, can they make the finals? Yes, yes. I'm going to yeah. go out on a limb. Yep. Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. I believe yes. they're going to be there. Are you locked in on St Kilda? I am now. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Why do you hate St Kilda? Sitting, sitting third, <laughs> five wins. I think they'll make it. If I had to put my mortgage on it, that's a different question. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry, I'm r- relatively locked in. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Brisbane Lions? Yeah, they'll make it. Yes. 
Port Adelaide Power. Yes. Mm, should. I saw a stat the other day. Uh, today it was that they've gone from last to first in defence or something along those lines over no. a couple. I don't know what they've changed or they just got lucky, but uh, that's a reasonable stat. Carlton. Oh, um, not, not prepared to call it yet. There's not a lot of convincing. More, more no. likely than unlikely. But in the St Kilda category, who are you more confident about, St Kilda or Carlton? St Kilda right now, yeah. Right, okay, yep. I'm more confident in Carlton. Uh, Geelong. Yeah, they'll yeah. make it. Yep. Finals. I find this one interesting. Uh, Adelaide Crows. I'm more. I, I'll say yes, but I'm a. I'm a <laughs> Producer Michaela shaking, uh, nodding her head. I should say she's a big Crows. So Crows yeah, uh, full um, Crows. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they've that loss might have just swung them the other way. They're in to Geelong miss. this week. Yeah, they're yeah. in Geelong this week, and then winter's coming a little bit. So, Sorry. can you imagine the conversation in the coach's box on the weekend? Saligo was had twenty four touches. Yeah, that was a head scratcher. And got, but who who throws up the name Saligo when he's had the most footy on the ground for your team and he's playing a good game? There's one. I saw a headline of uh, Nick saying that no, Nick owned it. Made a, no, no, it was an error. Mistake. It was yeah, a mistake. Yeah. But I don't, like, surely you just go to the bottom of the stat sheet. See Xavier Ellis's name there. He's going shit out. Go off you go. Yeah, you're right. Red flag. Red vest. Surely that's how it's done. Not like. Oh, this bloke's going really good, but we think he might have a quiet last quarter. Like, yeah, where, how does that come up? Overthinking. Uh, really quickly, Essendon. <sighs> More no. unlikely. Yeah, it's than a no likely. for me. Yep. Uh, the Bulldogs. Mm. It's a, not a no, but it's a maybe. Maybe. Oh, we got maybes. We got maybes. Right, now or? we're getting down to the. So Sydney are three and four. The I Swans. have. I have an irrational confidence in Sydney. I yeah, think they'll make I'm it. So maybe. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Shit yeah, they'll figure it out. Uh, and then the Giants. Negative. Oh, I'm nope. not ready to call them yet. Not ready. To call, Gold Coast Suns. Out. Definitely not. Frio. Out. Not from two and five. Three teams have done it in the past decade. I yeah. don't think they're going to And then the next, the next four are North, North Richmond, Richmond, Hawthorne, and West Coast. So in there's the a few so. there. Uh, out, out, I out, think out, I'm out. with you in Sydney. I think Adelaide make it. You, what, what's your GWS call? No. <laughs> you know. No. You love GWS. So, no, no. so you think Adelaide and Sydney both make it? Yeah. So which two teams in the eight are you knocking out? Oh, sorry, not, Adelaide is in the eight right Adelaide's now. Adelaide's in, so I'm taking St Kilda out. You're taking St Kilda out. St okay. third. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Oof. Okay, interesting. Uh, speaking of those last four clubs, North Melbourne, Richmond, Hawthorne, and West Coast. I think Richmond will. There's, there's enough talent on there compared to the others that they'll jump ahead. So, if we're assuming the race for Harley Reid now comes down to North Melbourne, Hawthorne, and West Coast, bleed for Reid. The bleed for Reid is well and truly on. Played VFL on the weekend. So, are we over the top of the draft before you go on? Like, is is there none of the kids as good as well? Like, Someone might jump out in the last. I, I, so we're all loving this read, but is pick two going to be an absolute rip snorter too? Well, there's also Jed Walter, the uh, Gold Coast uh, Academy kid, key forward, kicked eight and had like he had, basically had 400 Dream Team points on the weekend. Okay. Essentially, like, <laughs> okay. so he's got, he's one to keep an eye on. But of course, he's already can't get him. So Harley reads. There's the also the Levi Ashcroft, Will's younger brother. Well, he's no good to He's going to be going to Brisbane yeah. as well. Um, there's, but I, I can't think of any others that okay. are right at the top right of the was yet. Is it, I think the, the gap between one and two is well. Last time what you said was this significant was Dacos and who was it? Who went one in Dacos this year? Dacos uh, went like fourth, right? Yeah, Dacos was four. I can't remember that. We'll look it up, Robert. You got the computer open? <laughs> can you look that up? Um, so the Blue Freeds only played Carlton at VFL on the weekend because there was a buy in the talent league and people wanted to see him play at the top level. It's hard, that's hard to start with. Yeah, it's he's a, a team jump. you don't know anyone. You're yeah, playing against man. In. Good luck. Well, and it shows too because we had 13 touches, three marks. Yeah, he was okay, but the previous week or no, sorry, a few on during gather round, he played 
against men in that AFL Academy team with kids he's played yeah. with, and he had 22, seven clearances and a goal. Like, yeah. he could play at the level. But um, that's hard just being picked up and thrown into a... People you don't know nah. at all. Um, so was, did he play for Carlton, did he? He played for Carlton, this whatever. Uh, I can't remember what. Um, tap, I keep calling it the NAB League or the TAC Cup. Oh, oh Jason Horn Francis. Francis. Sorry, was number Obviously. one. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, probably should have remembered that one. <laughs> it was about 18 months one. ago. Uh, I, I, my worry is, and you're talking about when, like, what's the gap between one and two? Yeah. Is what does this mean long term? Like, when's the, I can't remember a number one pick who's been the clear number one pick who's turned into the clear best player in the competition. Generally, the number one turns into like a safe bet, two, well, 250 was, to 300 gamer. How, how many number one picks are in the Hall of Fame right now? Yeah, this is what I'm thinking Nick Rewald. Zero. But Nick Rewald's one who Is Hodgie up this year? Hodgie will get in there whenever he's eligible. Um, Hodgie delivered. Hodgie was – I feel like Hodgie's – Entire like so, it's more than what he was able to do with a ball in his hand. I, I, like, his whole reputation. This is a guess. Something like the last twenty three years. How many number one draft picks have won flags? It's, yeah, it's something like two. Is that right? Hodge. Yeah. And someone probably did it when they moved. Did someone move? Did you know any any other one? Drew Banfield. He was uh, the number one pick who won a flag. So in I think it was twenty. I think it was twenty. Whatever. Uh, from the draft. From the draft, from the draft. He was 74 when he won that one. Yeah. Uh, the other one's Tom Boyd. Oh, yeah. true. Western Boyd. Yeah. yeah. So it's so, only two. Yeah. From, in that, like, from in 2000 onwards from that draft or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. I, th- I think as the longer we go on this season, the more talk about if West Coast stays where we think West Coast is going to stay, mm. that conversation about splitting the top pick is going to... Come, come more up and more again, into just play, to, I reckon. particularly with Tassie coming. You just need volume of yep. good kids. Just get as many good kids. I was through big the on door. splitting picks unless last there's year. a unless there's an amazing WA prospect. Yeah, if you finish two, if you if you get the number two pick, maybe split it. But I'm, not, I don't split, think I'm not splitting. Reed. It's hard to yeah make that case. No, last, to your last year, I was big on splitting it, and I bugger the members. I love members, but the number one draft pick is you got to take the number one draft pick. Yeah, I think now, and I was big on splitting it last year just because of how dire it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nothing's nothing's changed. Now I'm like, just give us the number one, and we'll go. So with it. my concern with this Harley Reid thing, and the one that makes you think of it is, this is pretty much he's following the same story of Cam Rayner. He was uh, like far and away the number one pick that year. For but this, a while, this kid's number, this kid's numbers have stacked up like no one else's in the history of the under eighteen competition. He did delivering consistently. He hasn't played. <laughs> <laughs> the under 18 championships in his I was just winking as I did that. I'm, I'm just amazed we made it to the half hour mark of the pod without Nick mentioning Cam Rayner. That was yes, the first Cam Rayner mention. But, but it wasn't other... a positive Cam Rayner. It was a bit of a. Well, Cam he, didn't turn out, he didn't turn out to be Dusty, which is what he was marketed as. But Dusty wasn't yet. Dusty at that age. There's still time. Yeah, there's still time. I'm, I'm in on Cam Rayner still, all right? I just don't think he's going to be a hate Cam Rayner. The other one was Jack Darling. Similar thing. Dominated his underage, played league. And then just slid. He was uh, yeah. probably a little bit different because he didn't deliver. And when it's all said and done, I think Jack Darling probably it could be a trade asset at the end of the year. Yeah, well, value good... value's not there like it used to be. But whatever, whenever his time finishes at West Coast, he won't get the appreciation he no. probably deserves. No. Um, it's bloody hard. How many kicking go- fifty goals pretty much every year? How many goals do you think he's kicked throughout his career? He'd be five. Is he? Would have kicked 500 by now? I think he's closing it on 500. I think he's high fours. Is that right? It is. So I just want to quickly get it up. 493. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, four-time leading goal kicker, All-Australian, Premiership player. Yeah, Some people player. kick 500 goals. Great they player. do a lap of the stadium. But he, I don't think it's going to happen. He, he, won't, he we probably will, but like... No one will clap. Well, not even... But like grand final day when he retires and they're in the cars. Yeah. 
people won't see him as a 500 no. goal kicker and a four-time leading goal kicker, all that sort of stuff. It'll be like, oh, Darling's retired, which It'll I think like, is a bit of a shame. Do you remember when he dropped those marks in the grand finals? We <laughs> 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 almost cost him the game in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm just saying, just to watch you now, just keep tabs on um, on Harley Reid. Uh, the, the hype might cripple him a little bit early. Now it's time for... Highball bets. Thanks Seamless. Seamless. I've been going pretty well in the off. You go first, Robert. What do you got? Oh, gosh, I'm not going. I fell apart the last leg last week. I had Fiorini 20-plus, tick. Jaden Short 20-plus, tick. Brisbane win, tick. Richmond win, fell down. Hell no. Got rolled by Gold Coast. Yeah. Should have known, mate. Always the last leg. Always the last leg. I'm taking this week uh, Dogs 1-39 to against GWS. Frio one to thirty nine against Hawthorne and Sicily twenty plus bag it up five dollars sixty. Let's go. Haven't the Dogs Giants rivalry just uh, simmered a little bit in the last couple of years? Mm, speaking H- of Tom Boyd, how big they were both. and you know prelims mm. and all that sort of stuff. And you might see something on Saturday. Yeah, okay. you might see a little something. They have the, some of the best rivalries, GWS. Yeah, which that's is what I'm a shame because the base yeah. fan base isn't as big to make to capitalise on it. But the Sydney Derby, like, yeah, it was unreal. Mm. Um, I'm also going. I'll, I'll give them the ten and a half. Point head start. Who's uh, that? GWS. GWS, okay. And Port at the line, which is minus 13 and a half. And that rounds up at $3.57. Let's do it. Gamble responsibly. Just quickly, Rhino, uh, Rhino's not here, but I do, I've just been, I've been tagged in a tweet I saw. Um, <laughs> and someone said, uh, at Xavier Dale's thoughts. So Ryan Daniels, at Ryan Daniels, has done some current Tassie, Tassie Link players and their age in 2028. Yep. Jay, Ru- Jay, oh, yeah, Ru- Jay Rue, Jay Rue, oh, Jay Rue 39. That, was, that came into my radar as well. Jay Root. <laughs> someone goes, so someone's tweeted, can someone please find me where uh, Rewalt has ever been called Jay Root? Has anyone ever heard? Did you know who I, he was talking about straight I, away? I actually yeah, didn't know who you were talking about when you just said it for about four seconds. Yeah, there. I was like, mate, what, what? Come on, Rhino. <laughs> get your head out of your ass. <laughs> Jay Root. Another couple of updates. Uh, Ocean Mullen. Uh, Turked up turn during the week. Ocean turn Mullen. it off. Turked up during the week. Super oh, explosive Ocean. rookie. Could make his surprise debut. Oh, if you get this right, I'll spew. If, Here he comes. And in true Geelong fashion, he'll be a late change. Yeah, about half an hour before yeah. the bounce. He's in. And the, and all the all the joy and fun and the family will, will be stuck yeah, in Ireland. Yeah. Because family, was, you've got half an hour to get yeah, to uh, the end of the category. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and another bit for those who listened to the two-minute warning on Monday and caught our Jared Br- Brennan tangent. Oh, so yeah. Jared Brennan update. portion of that pod. That was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, flashback. Someone who played Friday night footy in Brisbane with Jared Brennan. And the other people in the team are Carmichael Hunt oh, nice. and Justin Harding, whose brother Scott was on Port. Scott Harding. Was it yeah, Port, Port Adelaide? And then he went to be a punter? Yes, over in maybe in Hawaii, yeah, College, yeah, University like of Hawaii. Hawaii the worst worst yeah. place to be a punter yeah, in no. Hawaii. Goodness yeah, gracious, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll take the uh, four-year degree. Yeah. Free, free yeah. college degree. Free degree and go yeah. play some footy in Hawaii. So there you go. That's what he's up to now. Um, who, who was that from? Thank no, you. he doesn't want to know. He doesn't, he doesn't want oh. to be outed. He's a teammate. Right. An undisclosed teammate. Of, okay, uh, I didn't Jared read Brennan's. that part of it, so I would have outed him. So well yeah, done. It was funny that I just found it. Look for Jared Brennan photos. The first one that popped up was that he me drinking a fruit box on the bench. I love it. Yeah, I loved it. There you go. All right. This has been the Hardball Gets AFL Show, proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do you. We'll see you next time.